crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. Yeah. This is the Recapic Podcast. Indeed it is, ladies and gentlemen. Live from McCall, Idaho. Amongst the trees. First remote podcast we've ever done. With our podcaster, Pro. With the podcaster, Pro. Brought to us by Sweetwater.com. If they want to throw us a sponsorship, we'd be totally cool with that. Or a secondary board. Yeah, this is uh, pretty cool. We have a studio audience. We do. Hey, say hi, studio audience. Hi. Yeah. Killer. As you can tell. Yeah. A lot of children here. A lot of children here, which is going to be interesting. (laughs) Or anybody that listens to this podcast, you're going to know that uh, it's going to be interesting. But these are all kids that are used to hearing my language, (laughs) so it's okay. They've lived their entire lives listening to my language. It's okay. But uh, we are literally sitting on vacation, yeah, camping, glamping, yeah. more glamping, in uh, McCall, Idaho. We're up in the mountains. We're sitting literally uh, around the uh, the roadcaster like it's a campfire. The gentle glow of the road. We do. It's dark outside. We have yeah. the glow of the, the roadcaster. Uh, we are sitting here basically uh, cocktails in hand. If you listen and, really uh, closely, you can hear the crickets. In the wild. Well, we are out there. Yeah. It's nighttime. Crazy. It actually is nighttime. The other crazy thing is, <laughs> is that we have landed a guest that we spoke of. If you recall a throwback to season yeah. one, one of our- Is it that long ago? Most monumental guests oh. we've ever had on the show. Hands down. Uh, definitely the fastest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Swan. The. From, Jason, the Swan. Jason Swan from yeah. Idaho Select Insurance came on and- Enlightened us about insurance and other it was exciting and football things. Sometimes he's I in the studio audience really tonight as well. Shout out! What's up, Swan? Nobody can hear you. Yeah, that's Sorry. right. He it, did say hey. Uh, audience, he did. But he, we, he I think we sign. even talked about on that when we had John. We said he he called the shot and said you gotta have my wife on because she's way smarter, way smarter, and way more attractive than I am. Pretty much in every category, right? Better. Yeah, yeah. He might be faster. Well, not now. Well, I mean, no. I don't know. Really. We Should we do a foot race? Probably shouldn't. But <laughs> yeah, we probably anyways, <laughs> we have Megan Swan on with us tonight. She's uh, she's here glamping with us as well. Got the whole family. Yeah. Hello, Megan. Good evening. I think <laughs> oh, he wow. said to me that I've got to be worse than he was. I think that was the suggestion. He's mm. like, go ahead and bring her on because build, no, build I'm sure up. she'll be worse than I was. Build, build him up and make him look better. <laughs> right. He was padding it. Exactly. That's perfect. Exactly. Now, I, Megan has fits almost all the categories of what the podcast is about, and mm-hmm. so we. Figured you want to reiterate that? She, what like, is this podcast about? For if somebody <laughs> has never <laughs> listened to this podcast, they stumble onto it, and they're like, "Oh, a recavic podcast. What's this about?" We uh, we have an interesting combination of sales, mm-hmm. marketing, mm-hmm. Uh, business, little business acumen, yeah. Lot of lot of life and family. Yes, some dadding in there. But we do it in a kind of a unorthodox way, like uh, you know, call ear, it how it is. Earmuffs, kids. We say fuck on here. We do. It's explicit. Mm-hmm. We do. We do things a little different, and we take a lot of left turns throughout because it's, we like left yeah. turns. Yeah, there's a lot of tangents. But I think it's I think it's real stuff, and <laughs> it's lot. it's people that can <laughs> of tangents. But yeah, yeah. Don't we get? I didn't want to say. Rant. There's so many left turns that it ends up being right. like right, and then <laughs> and then yeah. it goes like left again. We're and like again. the NASCAR. Perfect. We're like the NASCAR of podcasts. We just 
It's all just, left turns. Just all left turns all day. But I think what it is is like, and this is exactly why I wanted Megan on, is I think the biggest thing, you know, we and I, we were just talking about this off air before we started recording. We just started saying about we we do this because we want people to someone, one person. One I don't person. Care how many, one I mean, person. I know we've got tens of millions of listeners that yeah. da- download this and followers, and it's mm. insane. But it helps right shape, up there with Joe Rogan. Help, help shaping the future of the world. Right. But I'm really just hoping we get one person that hears something that they hit on this yeah. podcast. And, and that's why it's great to have different people on. And that's exactly why I want to have Megan on is because she's got a story that basically will say, you know, that, that may resonate with somebody. Mm-hmm. So go, getting into that story, Megan. Perfect. Uh, and, and I guess let me set up just a little bit because it's unfair. Uh, just so everybody knows, I know you are uh, Jason Swan's wife. I've known you pretty much since you guys met, almost since you met. Uh, I know the whole, a lot of your story lying along the way, and it's been really, really fun to watch. I mean, you literally, I've watched you graduate from college and just kind of kick ass the entire way up the line to where you are now. So tell us now what you do and who you are and All where right. You're from. Well, thank you. That was a, a setting the bar high there for my intro. So I'll check some of those boxes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I am Megan Swan, and I currently work for a food manufacturer. It's a global agribusness in the Treasure Valley. So for those of you who know that kind of business, I'm mm-hmm. sure you know who I work for. You fill in the blanks. Like yes, that. you can fill that in. I Today, I lead the global sales for a big, huge QSR restaurant. So I lead the sales around the world for that team through Simplot. And we, oh. You just said it. I it? just said it. That'll be an edit out. Uh, hold on. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh um, so I lead the sales of food products to this restaurant. What's a QSR? QSR Quick Serve Restaurant. So mm. fast yeah. food. Like I actually knew that. Through. I knew that yes. answer. I did. Mm. You go through the drive-through. You can sit in, mm-hmm. take out, no beer and alcohol. Small check average. Lame. Yeah, but delicious. <laughs> but delicious. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. But if they serve beer and alcohol, it'd be even better. But yeah, yeah. So, so you, I mean, how many in your position? How many people are you overseeing, or are you managing, or what? What? What is your team, or what do you? How do you guys call it? Yeah. So my team right now, it's a smaller team for me actually. So I have. 14 people around the world. And the way we structure this is that some people dotted line to me because we have different countries that have sales structures. I have eight that are direct reports within my team. And then the rest of them, they might handle multiple restaurants in the country. But this major, big, huge chain that we serve is the master of all. So we, I like, I like you coming in. It helps kind of build out. That's what I do. Yes. Um, So within that, um, yeah, this is a smaller team for me, but the most fascinating and we'll kind of get to that because it's global so we've got i've got which means it's worldwide where, where have you been in the oh is that yeah like prestige worldwide <laughs> yeah <laughs> prestige ding <laughs> ding yeah <laughs> what country just just to give an idea of your globalness and your yeah. traveling where have you been in the last couple of years just name just rattle off the countries you've okay. been your, to what so are your passport stickers let's go the last eight months oh. i was in japan china australia Argentina, Mexico in the last six months. And that's a lot of the places I've gone over time. And then, of course, uh, Canada. Canada. Rare. One of my favorites. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. put that. That's America's hat. A little bit of, of context, <laughs> though. Knows. Within the COVID world, 
That's a huge deal to be traveling that much. So I might be the host monkey. We're not sure yet oh. because I was actually in Japan and China in November and December. What? You're yes. patient zero? I could be patient zero. Oh, hold on a second. Or Let me hit this. <laughs> and then COVID. she became the one. <laughs> And for our yeah. listeners that listen to me constantly make fun of me dying of COVID, I am literally have spent the last two weekends with this woman, and I have not died once. So nope. just for the record, and I have not died, I have been not been killed by Sasquatch, and which I was another prediction. You I said I had a in, better chance of dying. You're in the forest. You, I'm in the forest. I haven't died from Sasquatch. Is, I'm sitting across from a COVID survivor. Yeah. And it assumed COVID last week, but right. yet negative. No. no. Congratulations. That's right. Thank See, you. Thanks. For dodging I'm very that happy one. about that. Beating it. <laughs> so, yeah, you've been, so you do a little bit of traveling. Yep. A little bit here and there. How? That's why Jason Swan was like, why don't you be in town to the podcast? <laughs> and I, I am going to tread lightly because both of your sisters are here listening yes. too. And all of you are from Haver, Montana. Oh, Haver has it. The Havre. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. The High Line. Mm-hmm. And I, I go up there. I love love it. Mm-hmm. Most beautiful area in the world. Home of the Haver Blue Ponies. Blue Ponies. Yes. There you go. Fierce and fighting. And I am not being disrespectful in any way of Haver, Montana. I just am I'm, I'm completely enamored with the idea of you take. So you just mentioned all these countries you've been mm-hmm. in in the last eight months. Let's go back to being in high school, let's even just say, and growing up in Haver. And do you, any, any thought in your head that this would be where you're at? Never, just this many ever, <laughs> never, ever, 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 What were you going to be like in high school? What was your, mm. I'm going to be this when I grow up. I never really had like this big dream ambition of what I was going to be. I wanted to do something, make some money, but it, I never had like this, here's this huge dream. I want to go accomplish it. I was sort of the go along, easygoing kind mm. of did good in school, did well, got good grades kind of cruise through but never had this i'm going to be a big success and yeah. huge crazy ambition, ambition yeah. never i i would say it back in the in the highline days i think it's about the work ethic that comes with it right because mm. i did not grow up on a farm common misconception we lived in town and my mom's from california actually <laughs> and so there was no ever going to be living on the farm uh, but we had a family farm so we had a dryland wheat farm And I was the token boy of the three girls that you mentioned earlier. And so I was the one that went out and drove the combines, drove the tractors, helped clean out the grain bins. Worst experience of your life that sticks with you. But so for me, (laughs) I guess I always worked hard. And so that started then. And I was going to be good at whatever I was doing. I don't do things halfway. And so that's probably where the ambitions come from later. Was that was that a big Vic Velk shout out then? Vic Velk is a hardworking man. I so love I love that name by the yes. way. Yes, and for he, everyone out there that are big Vic Velk fans. Yeah. Yes, she is Vic Velk's daughter. She is previously known as the artist, previously known as <laughs> Megan Velk. Yeah, <laughs> Megan Velk. My, I have a lot of aliases. So you know, with oh. COVID happening, interest rates are great right now. Just a tangent. I'll throw a tangent in hey, for you. Here we go. So Left turn. Just got done refining. So, did yeah. a refi. Yeah. Great rate, but 
but I had like nine aliases on the sheet nine. of paper they handed me. There was like every nine. version. Yes. How and Jason Swan had like two. Woman of mystery. Yeah. I, listen, I worked in radio where you get to change your name all the time. Yeah. I don't even have nine. Yeah. Nine. How do you and have I was, nine? Exactly. I don't know. You Big put your mind to it. It's one you, of them. A lot of hard work. <laughs> you <laughs> just became so much more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I like that. We don't really know. This is crazy. Okay, so sorry. Back on track. But yeah, but Vic, but Vic Velk yeah. pushing you on that. That's good. He it, So just a little side note, because we will do a quick shout out to Vic Velk, because I think parents make a huge influence on their kids. So mm-hmm. hopefully all these children listening to the swearing and the podcast that's happening mm-hmm. now will get something out of the, the hard work that all of us are putting in as adults. So Vic Velk had multiple jobs always. So he farmed and he was full-time insurance agent. Another tangent for another therapy day will be... You marry an insurance agent. Your dad's an insurance agent. Yeah. Mm. Jason's yeah. dad's an insurance agent. But that's for another podcast. Yeah, probably a whole different wow. deal. And maybe a counseling <laughs> session. For, for real. For <laughs> real. You guys need a couch for that. <laughs> yeah. Lay down. How does it make you feel? <laughs> so, so, yes. I think for sure my dad and my mom was a hard worker, too. You know, she was raising the kids because he was working all the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I but had, I'm sure that all three of you were just total dreams because you guys are all such amazing people. I'm sure you never were any trouble. My story is actually that I was amazing. The other two were like nightmares. Oh, oh. Hell on wheels. They can Particularly hear us. that older one. Yeah. yeah. She's lurking yeah. around here. Lurking <laughs> in the darkness. Yeah. So, did you, so you were probably more of a short-term based person then you were looking you know you weren't looking like oh i'm gonna be this and when i'm so it was more like all right from here college and were you always going to be a year you're a grizz montana grizz yeah go mm. grizz go grizz uh, swan do you want to yell go cats mm-hmm. oh okay, see he can't even represent so i think i win <laughs> win i'm afraid if you're they correct. were playing any better at sports yeah. today i would make that more uh, of an effort but no it's fine <laughs> so did you you uh do you pretty much know you wanted to go to Montana to the University of Montana is that where your plan I was? I did because it was like um I had I had a number of friends that were going and I will say this about it we all split up so we went to different dorms so we did not go to the same dorm because we were like we're gonna meet new people yeah, yeah. branch out oh, that's smart but Grizz okay. yep I was gonna go to the Montana school looking back I was like I could have looked a little further away but it was perfect it was good I love Missoula so um went there from high school and. And met Mr. Swan fairly early on, yeah. actually. You were blessed. Yes. Yeah. He was Mr. bearded. Swan. Significant beard at that time. So, yeah. Yeah. He Grizzly was. Adams style. He, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Very impressive. <laughs> hard. Hard. I totally understand how you couldn't keep your hands off him. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> not, no one's surprised. Yeah. So I went to Missoula, and I really didn't. I So here's what, and this will be a recurring theme, because I will say that I'm about diversity of learning. I've always been interested in a whole lot of things, and that's why I think I didn't have one particular thing I was really interested in doing. So in high school, I distinctly remember I had a teacher that wanted me to, he was pushing CAD on me, and women in architectural design, Mm -hmm. and like, ooh, you really need to go this route. So I've always had like really broad kind of brush interests, and I think that's kind of and how I have navigated my career, which we'll get to. But so did you have it, did you kind of decide, I mean, were you going in with an idea that you were going to be architecture as nope. your major then? I went in and I was business was my first, was my plan. Cause it was diverse. There's lots of options. You can right. do a lot of different things in business. Business time. <laughs> yeah. And so I joined a business fig at the time, oh. which was an interest group. And so they like group you with nine people that go through your entire 
sort of business school with you. So you kind of have a network built from that. Mm -hmm. And so I did that, but I also took all the physics, all the calculus, because I was still like, maybe I want to be an architect. Because that's kind of where I was at at that point. Mm -hmm. So a lot of different things. When did the light come on that you're just like, you did you just, all right, I'm going straight business or I'm going, I mean, what? Probably after that first semester of physics, I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, no. Bullshit. That's oh, not yeah. go. Physics is That's great. Awful. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I was worse. a psychology major yeah. until I had to take. Psychology? A, 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 like a, no, A&P pretty <laughs> oh, much right yeah. there. Yeah. A&P pretty much. I'm like, hey, I don't like this. How uh, many books are there? And they're like, you're, <laughs> a, you're a psychology major. You're going to be taking a lot more science than this. And I'm like, no shit. And they're like, yeah, you should do something different. Yeah. And I went L-Ed. So, yeah, same deal. You. It was, a, it was, they said, well, you can be an elementary school teacher, keep taking classes in psychology and then be a child psychologist. And I'm like, all right, that sounds better yeah. than taking more science. So there you I go. can relate. Yeah, but for sure. Less science. Yeah. So it pretty much took off from the, I mean, you're, you're set. So you get through college, yep. you meet the most handsome man you've ever seen in your life. Yep. Working at Ace Hardware. Yes. Mm-hmm. The older man. The older man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was on his second man. rotation of college. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. He can, he can edit that out later, yeah. too, if you're unhappy. <laughs> yep, that's, that's staying. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, he had he'd, uh, moved over from Montana State University, oh, yeah. the Fighting Bobcats. Yeah. Right. And uh, was finishing up some classes at Montana. <laughs> Thank God. Because if you would have finished out at Montana State. Never would have met. Never would have met. Well, no. Well. Maybe, maybe it's just destiny. You're just meant to be. Sometimes that's the way it rolls. Yeah. Total fate. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> fate stepped yeah. in and said, "Nope." So you move down. You move down here. <laughs> like so. There's a little interest. So you look at where you're at. This is the funniest yeah. part. This is what I love about wanting to have you on here. So like you look at where you're just kind of backing into this whole yep. thing. You know, global travel with this huge corporation. To you moved here to McCall, Idaho. First out of state place I lived. <laughs> Yeah, and McCall, yep. Idaho. And McCall, and uh, got into Metropolis. landscaping basically, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that was, was summers. So Jason graduated a year before me, but for a couple summers we'd come up here and we lived up here and we worked with his father-in-law and his mother. His mom and I weeded every summer for two for two summers, maybe three, wow. at least two. We would weed. And yeah. landscape for very wealthy people. Back, and shout that out to work ethic again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 There's another one for work yep. ethic people. Like, yep. this is what you do. And what did it make you do? I do not want to weed for the rest of my life. I do not want to weed. Yes. <laughs> yes. So go out and do something shitty yep. because yeah. you're going to re- really realize, I don't want to do yeah. this. No, exactly. It's exactly. a real motivator. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to see that as a failure. I want to see that as an opportunity. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is an opportunity yeah. to grow. So you now at this it's point in your motivating. life, you know <laughs> yeah. that you don't want to be a professional grain, grain silo cleaner. No, outer, I sure don't. Nope. No. Uh, and you don't yeah. want to be a professional weeder. No, nope. nope. that's nope. on that don't list as well. Okay. So we're, so we're checking off some check marks of things not <laughs> yeah. to be. NASA, not going there. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Nope. That, that ship sailed far before that. But yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Actually, they're spaceships. They take off. That's why. No sailing. See, that's why they couldn't go. Yeah, it blasted off. Yeah, for sure, off. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you go from that, then you moved into, uh, so first first jobby job would would be uh, in banking, right? I had lots of right? jobs. But my first out-of-school job, yes. But here is one important fact that I want on the record. Okay. Oh. 
Oh. Because when I graduated, I was like, I'm not moving for a guy. I'm not moving somewhere for a guy. So I was like, I'm going to apply to graduate school. So I'm one of those crazy people that went directly to graduate school from undergraduate, which if you're listening, I don't recommend. <laughs> Go actually work Experience for a while. Experience some world. For real. Because you'll get a whole lot more out of it. I think I was still in school mode. So I just kept on rolling through it. And I learned things for sure, but you would not get nearly as much as if you had real-world experience and then went back to school. That's a good so, Is that something you're seeing now as a hiring manager, you know, somebody that's hiring people in a large corporation that you're like, if you see that on on, on the paperwork and you're like, eh, I'd really like to see some work experience in between there versus just for a sure. lifetime really student. Yeah. Right down, you know? For sure, yeah. And That's I good think, to know because people listen to this and they're like trying yeah. to think about if that's something they want to do or not. And as anyone knows, you know, people listen to this, I'm anti college so they i dog on it and so i'd like to hear that you say like because we're the real world work thing probably helps now you be and i know you know heather has a master's degree you know and you go to grad school you move on there's a lot of that stuff that seems to be better than undergrad school which doesn't necessarily pertain yeah. to the real world where i think your Graduate master's school does, definitely right? it, it yes. does so and there's you're doing a benefit real world business cases, but also consulting for businesses. So we did a project when I was at, so I got into Boise State. So I decided, okay, I'm going to move there. And actually Jason was still living up here. So I was moving down there and he was still here. So, but at Boise State, we did a project for AT&T. We did small businesses around town and did business plans for them. So it's, it's fantastic. I encourage, I encourage everybody to actually get their master's now because it's a differentiator because whereas a few generations back, even a few, you know, 10 years ago, People didn't go to college, and it was more common to not see that. But now, like, everybody goes on to college. It's rarer not to go on to college. So it right. it helps. And I think it prepares you to be more strategic in thinking, to do yeah. your master's. So. Well, in some places, I know with a lot of the master's programs, you can actually stay at the place you're working and use that. That's what your, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, so I like, went at night. Yeah. yeah. There's executive ones, too. So, I mean, I think it... It works more with your schedule. I, I was like, I don't want to be getting married and having kids and trying to go to school still. So I just want to get it over. It's a lot to handle. Correct. Yeah. Did you go and have, yeah, with the no. family? No. 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 I was oh. way smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> I recognized that early. I was like, nope. Oh, a nightmare. Yeah. No way. No way. Now, my brother went that route. Yes. And he, he and his now ex went at the same time with two little ones. So many, I have so many people oh, on my teams Insanity. I've had that yeah. are going at night and have small children and my hat's off to them. So, and then, it, and also. It's ambition. It hey, is. You know what? Hard work. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's how I ended up in Boise. And actually, and this would be point number two is networking and building networks because my first role, my first real job was because I met someone through Jason Swan's family. So yeah. Mr. Baldwin, shout out right yeah. here. Uncle Jim. So <clears throat> never in my worldwide dreams, prestige worldwide. Hold on a second. <laughs> let, me, let me get this one. Here we go. Hey. 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 Um, did I think I'd work in finance and banking? And so I actually went into banking was my first role. And I, but here's a, an interesting segue. So I graduated from college with a, 
undergraduate in marketing and management. So both. And I actually worked in marketing, which is rare because mm. most people yeah. get marketing yeah. and then yeah. you go into sales or you do something. I or actually you're a barista. Or you're a barista right. or Dutch bros. A lot of or marketing. Something. A lot of marketing degrees <laughs> yeah. at, over at yeah. uh, Starbucks. I know yeah. that. Like, consulting <laughs> over there. Yeah. Yeah. So so I actually got a job regional marketer. Yeah. So I did marketing for all of Idaho and eastern Washington and Oregon. So literally in the field I went to school for, which is crazy rare. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, my first ever job was in banking and I, and I loved everything about it, loved the company I was with and was afforded a whole lot of opportunity there. So, um, did you have a, oh, I thought nope, you had a question. Me. Yeah. Nope, that was hey. me yawning. Sorry. Um, oh, is it because I'm yeah. boring you? No, no, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I mean, can you see me? I'm, I'm crouched forward at the edge of my seat. Cause it's riveting. It yeah. is riveting. No, I um, love, I love backstories yeah. because there's, we this is another callback. To, we've talked about this a hundred times. Most people see the success of where yep. people are. They don't see the fifteen jobby jobs yep. and all of the hard work and all the different things that led up to that. Yeah. All they're seeing is the highlight reel of the you know thanks for this award yes. of. And the reality is that's not how it works. It, yes, the world is hard and yeah. it takes ambition, like what you were talking about, yeah. and it takes time. And for every cool thing that sounds really sexy that you get to do, there's a really yeah. cruddy yeah. sidebar. There's five of them. horrible. <laughs> yeah. So when I was with Wells Fargo, like one of my first things I did was I did all of the graphic design and stuff like that. But I also did events. So, yeah. So I got to do really cool things like be at Twilight Criterium and setting yeah. up barricades oh, and doing that. that. But then also yeah. picking out trash and beer and <laughs> Pouring out into the gutter at one o'clock in the morning. That's good. So, that's good. Yeah, living the high life. You're this never too proud to do the dirty work. That's that's the truth. No matter what level you're at. No, so. and that's what makes it. But that's how you get to where you're at, though, yeah. too. Because that's the thing is, people see through that shit. If you didn't do that, mm -hmm. they know. And that's how you've climbed. You know, I mean, you've you've had a very impressive. I mean, you're still very young. Yeah. Yes, because Jason's a lot older than you. <laughs> much older. older. Much, much older. You're very young, and you, you've you just achieved it. I mean, you're, it's literally, it's meteoric rise kind of My stuff. trajectory I don't, even, you know, I don't even know what that means, very, but it sounds yeah. really good. I have but. progressed very quickly through organizations, and particularly the one I'm at now, the food manufacturer. Um, so I guess I can bridge over to that. because So I worked in banking for many years, and I actually decided one of my biggest... I think best choices I made along the way in Trevor Brown's pool in a consulting fashion, because at a very, very random, I had a friend and this is again, network, knowing yeah. people, people knowing where your skill set is and what opportunities there might be for you. So my friend called and she's like, Hey, there's this food manufacturer. There's a job open. I think it'd be perfect for you. It was her old job. And she was calling me up. Yeah. She's like, I think you would be great for it. You should look at it. And I was like, Never heard of this food company other than like sort of because of sponsorships in town and you kind of hear about them. But I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about the products. You went from banking to food banking. manufacturing. And it's I'll like, tell you like, like well, this, yeah, this is like yeah. for me and it still is. I'm like nobody wants to talk to you about home equities and checking accounts. Super boring. They're like, yeah, super fun job. Food? Every time. <laughs> Passion comes from food. So um, I was, I remember, so I went and interviewed to this job and literally they called me on my way home. So I hadn't even gotten home from wow. the job interview. You're kind of a big and, deal. Well, I think I interview yeah. well. I'm a talker. So that worked. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> I 
<laughs> so, but what's so funny about it? So I'm driving home, and I swear to you, I'm not a rat from a sinking ship. But there's a correlation to my leaving the finance industry, <laughs> and and honestly, it was just before everything went to hell in a handbasket mm, and the economic downturn. Not so, saying it's because I left. Wow! But you're yeah. patient zero, and you caused a financial you brought, crisis. <laughs> you brought COVID to the United States, crisis. and yes. you crashed. Yeah. You have a tattoo of six 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 anywhere on your body. There is a tattoo. That's she's yeah. the Antichrist. <laughs> it's possible. Oh boy! It's possible. So yeah, so it just so happens that you know they offered me this job. It was a great pay increase that was considerably more, but I felt so conflicted because Wells Fargo had been so good to me, right? I had been given multiple promotions and opportunity and future looked bright. That's a, that's a tough decision. Tough, because yeah. it's your first job and they've yep. been fantastic. And I remember we consulted in the pool for many hours about pros and cons and I had just had my older daughter. So she was, well, she was about a year. She was about a year old at that time. And my mom, so this is a little side segue story, so this will be the, the family part of it, but my mom had just had a catastrophic nick, and it's not even an injury, but bulging discs that caused, caused paralysis. Mm. So this was at that same time, my mom had just been paralyzed, and... I was thinking about leaving a job, but I wasn't. You have a one-year-old. Correct. I have a yeah. one-year-old that my mom was taking care of. <laughs> oh, she has this horrific sort of incident that caused paralysis, which life-changing, quadriplegic kind of paralysis wow. from a bulging disc. So please, please go to the doctor. Make sure you're looking into those things. Make sure you're healthy. Yeah. Um, but just really fluke and random. But so I was conflicted, right? Because you don't want to introduce more risk yeah. into a scenario where it's like you've got enough things going on. But you also have to recognize when there's <clears throat> those life-changing opportunities and it's like, this is a really good opportunity and you just mm. got to go for it. Yeah. Because if it doesn't make you slightly uncomfortable and slightly afraid, <laughs> it's not yeah. a good choice. Yeah. You're taking One the easy Jody's way. favorite line. Yeah. She Seriously. says it all the time. Yeah. And that is true. Like, if you're not uncomfortable, no. Yeah. You're, you're not taking growing. a safe road yep. and you're yep. not going to advance yourself. You're really not. Nope. So... So I consulted and we decided just to go for it. And um, so I joined this company, knew nothing, zero things. So how, how long ago was this? So I've been at this company now. It's 12 years, actually, okay. in August. So 12 wow. years ago, I, um, I decided to take the leap of faith and get into an industry nothing about. And this <laughs> is also, I'd say, I sold myself on transferable skill, which oh. I would say in the business industry it doesn't matter what industry, the skills and the principles of what mm -hmm. you're bringing to the table apply no matter the industry. We need to make a bingo card. Yeah. And that should be on it. Yeah. Transferable skills. Transferable yeah, I skills. I think it might be the title of this podcast. Transferable, <laughs> Transferable skills. skills. Actually, that probably is like almost I every love job that. I've and gotten. It's, it's good though. Like, yeah. I mean, because it, it plays, in, you're, you're using different terminology that we, you know, which is great because I beat the term pivot to death. But I mean, literally... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I do it because if you look at our logo, the logo, the V in Havoc is a pivot yeah. sign for a yeah. reason, because I believe that your life is nothing but a bunch of pivots. And I mean, and it's, it could be in business or relationship or, or, or whatever you're doing, like you're constantly pivoting, right? I mean, you, you're, you kept your foot in, in one thing yeah. and then pivoted to a different thing. Yeah. So even when you're going to a different company, you still got your foot in that skill set, the yeah. transferable skills. Yeah. Or is is what a pivot is. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just it's a smarter, more intelligent way to say pivot, basically. And it and that's what we we talk about all the time. Yeah. So you took us. Did you go? Was it when you went over to that? Was the new job in marketing? Yeah, it okay. was marketing. So it was yep. marketing to marketing. Yep. And then 
Because would you are you consider yourself market? It is marketing still, right? There's that, no. I mean, it, so so my last two roles have had nothing to do with marketing. Okay, yeah. I can't remember. I was like, mm-hmm. how they word it, but if it, you're still marketing or no, not marketing, uh-uh. or okay. Yeah, so marketing got me in the door because right. I had the skill set to come in, but literally knew nothing. So starting from zero, and you can't believe how complicated the industry can be and how convoluted. And for me, it was almost like a flashback to decades ago because banking is so advanced. Like, you know the DNA of your customer. You know everything they spend on. You can predictively mm-hmm. say what they're going to do, what they're going to buy, you where they're going to go. Spending yeah. You literally have all the data. You go over to food, and it was like, Nothing. It's not like grocery. We're talking food service is the industry I work in. So anyone can drive. There is not data. There's not purchase data. You are selling to a distributor who sells it onto a customer for the most part. So it's just archaic a little bit. And it was one of those where holy crap, you've got nothing. The reporting. I mean, it was just kind of a flashback and and online, you know, online banking was such a huge thing. Wells Fargo really kind of pioneered a lot of that. Right. And I came over and it's like, nothing's online. (laughs) There's still faxed orders coming. Did it in. sound like this? Yeah, <laughs> that's what was happening in my brain. We need a dial. Yeah. We need a dial-up sound effect. It's more like A O L. What was that? <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> totally. So so yeah. So came into food, and one thing I am passionate about food though i love cooking i yeah, love you're a foodie. i'm a foodie yeah you've always been so a foodie, yeah. i was already one heart piece was in the puzzle already because <laughs> right. i was like you know what i love it and i love talking about it and other people are interested and so i'm like fantastic so i did i worked in marketing and my first three different roles were in marketing and here's the other thing i'd say about marketing there is no one way to shape or craft what marketing is. It looks <laughs> no different kidding. depending on the industry you're in, depending on what you're marketing. And it's all about understanding your customers and understanding mm-hmm. how to position your products. And it's and it's not super sexy in food service. I'm not making big splashy ad campaigns and, you know, radio hey, ads no. because it's too it's B2B. Right, That's right. who we're customers are. Which is right. a whole other ball of wax. Oh, gosh. It's, it's crazy. It's tough. Crazy. So yeah. I did digital and events, and so it was a lot of transferable, and I did promotional to get sellers to sell more things. So I would do a lot of, you know, what incentive can I do for sellers to get them to sell these products that we right. want sold, yeah, and we yeah, had yeah. brokers and that kind of thing. So I did that for, and it was the first time I had a direct report. And this is what I'll say. Everybody wants authority they want people reporting to them mm-hmm. it is the hardest job alive to consuming. have humans <laughs> that have those emotional needs it's not a just about go do this job yeah. you now have there's so much work that goes into managing people so i had my first one she was crazy awesome super challenging i like she how you had the little pause crazy crazy pause, pause, pause. she was a millennial <laughs> awesome. before crazy. millennials awesome. were a thing because she was like can i come in at 10 and why do I have to like actually come to work and can I just kind of do this at home? She's a graphic designer. It was awful. And I am as much as I am a creative, which I love and I am, I am a task, you know, get it done. Yes. You're an operator. And it makes me lose my shit. Mm -hmm. No kidding. When people are lazy, you're like visionary. Listen, (sighs) we need to have a set (laughs) operations. You tell me what we're doing and how we're doing it and when it will be done. Yes. Yes. And I want it to be done really, really well. <laughs> yeah. Not half asset. Don't phone it in to me because it makes me crazy. <laughs> well, so, you're probably, I would imagine, too, just guessing just from age, I'll bet you were younger than her. 
No, not that one. Oh, not that one? That okay. one I wasn't. Because usually I bet you you're in a situation where you're also managing people that you're younger than. My entire team now. Which is... Got it. Yes. I mean, is a whole nother challenge, right? Of, Here's of the... like gaining respect, but it's like, but you were so advanced. I mean, because that's the thing. You're, you're, like you said, you're feeling the frustration. Yeah. That I think I'm better at now at 45. I think I literally, I think I've had a kind of a come to Jesus in the last five years, just in the way I do sales and management and stuff. Because I sit here and go, I'm, people are. You learned yeah. really quickly. Like people are hard. Yeah. Like. They're not all like me. No, they are not. No, they, <laughs> they are all not. think differently. Like you have to come to a, a point where you got to have this conclusion in your head. You're like, oh wait, not everyone thinks the exact same way I do. Exactly. Which when I was younger, I did, and you were figuring that out at a way younger age. You had to kind and of. And honestly, up with that. how are you going to motivate those people? And I honestly, it this was the biggest oh boy, light switch hard. for me <laughs> yeah. along the way. Was I thought there was some sort of one really good way of managing people. That is not true. Nope. You have to adapt your style to the different scenarios and everybody's different. And it's like the behavioral leadership, it's a curve. So some people you think, oh, they've been in the industry for 30 years. They might be your most hands-on team member that you have that need the coaching, that need the redirecting, that need to be motivated. And you could have somebody who's much more junior that just takes off and is just motivated on their own. So adaptive leadership was also one of those things that's like, okay. That's going on the bingo card. You have to. Are we writing these down? God, you were right, Swan. No. You're so right. Adaptive leadership. No. She's throwing out these huge words. What, what was her first one? <laughs> so did I also say, so I love learning. Transferable skills. I'm one of those geeks. Transferable skills. Yeah. yeah. I love to take all the, the personality assessments that give you like deeper meaning into your yeah. soul. Are you a yeah. And do all those classes. ENFP. ENTJ. ENTJ? Yes. Yeah, really? No, there's no F. There's no F happening over here. Hmm. They're all J. There's a lot of judging. Judging. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes Just sense. Just ask Jason. Wait, was it? Yeah. What's the other side no of the question. Ju- judging, and what was the other one? Thinking. Thinking. I think I'm right in the middle of it. Yeah. So extrovert. I was right in the middle yes. of a couple. Yeah. Extrovert. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty check, easy check. To, to figure that yeah. one out. And then E-N, I can't remember what the N is. What's the N? E-N. Anyways. Narcissist. My very favorite (laughs) ever, so this is a footnote for a book you should pick up if you've never read it, is Strength Finders. Yes. Oh, my favorite. Because honestly, people spend so much time focusing on their weaknesses. And this is my best analogy for it. So it's like, okay, write your hand, write your name with your left hand. Write your name with your right hand. Write your name 10 times each side. You could practice every day (laughs) writing with your left hand. It will never be as good as your right hand. So don't ignore your weaknesses because that is a catastrophic fail. But work on what you're good at and make it even better. Yeah. And this has been brought up in previous podcasts. We had this conversation because we do a lot of callback, a lot of referencing to sports. Yeah. And this is the same thing. In sports, you don't have your, you know, you don't take your O lineman yeah. and have them go run drills over with the uh, with the running backs and have them throwing footballs or kicking field goals. Yeah. That's not their job. Okay, they're they're three hundred and fifty pounds, and their job is to block people. You work on blocking drills. Basketball, the same thing. We yeah. don't take a seven foot guy and teach him dribbling skills. We don't spend that time on that. We work on free throws and other. So, like, why in business do we like to say, "Well, I'm not very good at this, so I'm going to work yeah. on it"? You know, and 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 we've had this conversation yeah. even in my own job because I'm yeah. a sales guy. I like to go talk to people. That's what I do best. I I go out and I talk to people. I'm not your guy to do a spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay, that's what. Surround like, yourself Heather's with around, people right? that round yeah, you out. She yep. can do that. Like, oh, that's, did, you that, did you hear that? Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, that, I got really excited. Just wow, like, you did. Get surround yourself with what? 
with people that will round you out. Surround you, yourself again. With good another oh. bingo card. Bingo, bingo, card. bingo, bingo, bingo. Yes. bingo. You want to build a team that's going to have complementary skills because wow, you yeah. do not want everybody to be just like you. That will no. not be a successful Synergy, team. baby. Yeah. Synergy. I liked your sports segue because I am an athlete, right? Yeah. I played all the sports through high school. And I will say the best thing and why I push my kids to sports is not because I think they're going to go to college or be a famous athlete someday. It's learning the skills of teamwork. Team, yeah. And the discipline and dedication. I mean, and coachable. I think it is a huge, huge deal. And so no matter the age, no matter what your kids, are get them involved in activities that can help them learn that skill set of working in teams not being the only person that you know is going to run the whole goal up to themselves you know they need to know that they have to trust and count on other people and hold people accountable it's a mm -hmm. huge deal yeah, you're it. never you're never going to move i mean i'm sure there's a job somebody can come over well, from this job most jobs you are going to have to work with people there and, is and not i can't think of a job where you don't have to work with anybody the man in the moon because i mean a that's solo. a joke Maybe. Like, and uh, NASA. You know. you're kind of yeah. fixated yeah. there what's yeah. happening you're like if you don't have you Full know moon. i love the idea <laughs> of having a job that doesn't have to work with people i really like a job that doesn't have to work with truckers <laughs> <laughs> but that's that, a whole nother yeah, story no, that's, Even my that's from our previous truckers. podcast previous podcast uh <laughs> yeah so if i but seriously if i i I don't there's no way to do that so yeah. if you can't get those skills i mean i i have that with 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 Gavin, I sit there and I told we had that conversation last night. He, you know, granted, outsmarted one of his teachers. And yeah. he, he wanted to sit here and tell me how, well, I, I'm going to go, no, no. Here's the deal. You're going to have teachers you don't like. You're going to have jobs yeah. where you're going to have bosses you don't like. You're going to have Correct. employees you don't like. Yep. Doesn't mean you fire them because you don't like them. They may be good at their job, but you got to figure out a way to work with them. And, and if you mm -hmm. cannot figure out a way that, you know, and the other thing is, is you got to understand that. You know, we've all worked. Here I am saying I'm I'm a person that can't do a spreadsheet or do a report. Right? Mm -hmm. They call me and they're like, "Hey, can you give us a sales report?" And 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 we want it to look like this. And we want to have all these numbers. And I'm like, "Well, you know what? I know a guy who's a terrible fucking salesman, but he can do an amazing report yeah. for you yep. about the sales he's not getting. Or I can go sell a bunch of shit, make you a bunch of money, and you could hire somebody to go do your fucking I like report. Your right? That's my whole. That's yeah. my whole thing. Right? Like." Yeah. Find those people, build that team. That's that's totally yeah. dead on. Because yep. why would you? Uh, it's just stupid. Mm -hmm. People. He gets all excited. I know. Uh, yeah. It just drives me crazy because I've had that happen to me, and I'm just at a point in my life now where I don't have to. So if they, you know, if they want to tell, I mean, they literally can tell me, well, you, you know, you need to do. No, I, it's not yeah. a good idea. It's and not a good idea efficient. for you to do that. It's and not. Do efficient. you know that ninety percent of people that leave their job leave because of people? They don't leave because they <laughs> right. don't like the work. Right. They leave because of human interaction. A manager or yeah. a freaking some coworker, co-worker that, that doesn't do their job. Yep. DYJ, dude. DYJ. Yeah. Do your job because yeah. I don't I don't need to do your job. And it is ridiculously expensive to hire and train people. Right. You do wanna you wanna <laughs> make it work with the people you bring on board. So you brought them on for a reason. You saw something in them. Now right. some of them you have to cut loose because it's just a lost cause, but right. most people with good leadership you can bring through. So it, yeah. yeah, and and but you've also like you said you got to cut out the cancer too. Like oh, if you got and one, it's cut just short, huge because you gone. can ruin a whole. You know, it's the whole bad apples deal. You know, it's and just, lack it, of confidence that comes with the if the team sees you not doing something about it. Oh yeah, right. It's the quickest way to lose credibility. Yep. Yeah. No Either question. they don't want to work for you, yeah. or they just try to take advantage. Of yes, you. because absolutely. they're like, oh well, that guy yeah. dicked off all day and didn't get in trouble, so I'm gonna dick <laughs> off all day too. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you had told that. So you said this earlier because you were saying to me about uh, most of the people that I have worked for me are young, or I am younger than them, which right. is actually yes. Almost everybody who's ever worked for me has been considerably older than me. 
Um, the worst and hardest one I would say was the woman who called me and said, mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, you should come to Simplot. My job's coming open cause I'm moving on. My second job at Simplot, they gave, well, they gave me, they asked me to build a team that never existed. So they're like, we need customer marketing. So we want an entire group just focused on that. You need to build this team. We're going to have this person come in. You can add the other people you want. You know who that person was? Mm. <laughs> yeah. How'd that go? My friend who also hired me out of college in the banking. That's how I knew her. Oh. Yes. So mm. she hired me out of college. And then within four years, she reported to me. I bet she liked that. That was a tough one. Yeah. That was a tough Wait, one. Did you guys have a nice coffee date? She was a tricky wicket to begin with. Yeah. She I was like a challenge. Yeah, that was the that could be the sound effect you had. Yeah. So that was probably the worst. And then, you know, what's fascinating about that? So I had a team of like eight people there and I had culinary reporting to me and segment sales and then this customer marketing team. And then they're like, okay, we want you to do product now (laughs) because you haven't done. And this is what I'd say. And this is my style. So my style is continuous learning and I love learning new things. Mm -hmm. And I'm honestly curious about how it all works together. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the best thing I could say for people is be interested in the upstream and downstream effect of what you do. Yes. Because if you care and understand what the impact you're making on somebody else, number one, the relationship's going to be better because you get it. Yeah. And then number two, it affords you opportunity. So they're like, okay, we want you to do product. So you get the diverse, all types of marketing that you could do. So I owned categories. But I was on a special project with no direct reports that was in charge of folding in a business that we had sold years ago, bring it back in, back on board, and sort of a general management kind of a role. Mm. No direct reports. So influencing without authority, which is so hard. If you can influence without authority... It means they don't report to you. How do you do that? They can tell you like, no, "No, I got other priorities. I'm going to get your stuff. That's about how you really bring teams together and build teamwork. And if you can work on that, you don't have to have direct reports, right? So people, I get so many young people that were like, I want direct reports. I'm going to climb up the ladder. And I'm honestly like, if you can influence without authority, you, I will know you will be successful at leading people. If you can influence without authority, I know you can lead people. Are we writing all these down? I'm just, I'm just taking it in. I'm (laughs) I'm going to write a book out of this podcast. Thank God we're recording this. No kidding. We can go back and re-listen to it. (laughs) So, so yeah, so that, so then, so I'd done all these different facets of marketing and, and I had, I've had amazing people. This is the other thing. I, w- I, I always say network broadly, meet people throughout organizations, outside your organization, so right. that you could just have a broadcasted network that you can talk to and learn from and that understand what do you want to do. Because at this point, so at this point, way back when, I'm like, <laughs> right. I didn't care about anything. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was just going with the flow. At this point, I was like, I know I want to be a senior leader. I know I do. I know I want to lead people because I love the, the interaction, I'd love to see someone be successful and move on to another role to play a small part in making them better. And this is another, here's another buzzword. And these are all buzzwords. I love the buzzwords. Day, but I servant leadership oh is boy. my style. Don't right? even get me started so you guys on this. already had this. I, this is, I'm passionate about this category. Because it's not about 
you growing and developing yourself, if you really shift your model to really be about how do I bring others up? How do I reach down and see what ideas they're bringing to the table rather than mm-hmm. this top down, like here's here's what you need to go do. And you really need to be there for those people and be ma- helping them get things, the barriers, the roadblocks out of the way so right. that they can be successful. So, so servant leadership has been a huge part of, I knew I wanted to lead people. Right. I really want to be involved in the strategic discussions at the top. So I'm like, I want to know why we're doing this. Why what Understand are we going to do system. 10 years yeah. from now? Yeah. And the greatest part about the company I work for is privately held. And, and this is a great other nuance because I work for publicly traded when I work for the bank. Blech. Which is, oh gosh, you work quarter to quarter, right? You're mm. looking for quarter results. You make short-term decisions that may not be the right. best, but they ha- you have to return to the <clears throat> shareholders. Yep. So privately held, freaking amazing. Long dollar. We make decisions about 100 years from now. <laughs> I will not be a part of that, but we are like on our backs now. We're investing for the success of a company we know will be around in 100 years. That's amazing. So it's, it's phenomenal. And I would say like, because this is like, I was telling you, I do all these talks for interns and videos and stuff all the time because I am a woman and younger, but have risen to a successful level within the company. It's pretty rare. When is, uh, when's your TED talk? Yeah, my TED talk. <laughs> well, I'll let you know. Uh, we'll see how this podcast is received and then we'll, <laughs> well talk about it. Uh, yeah. your, biggest sure gonna, you. your biggest I'm challenge sure is going to call on you. Your biggest cut that baby down to 12 minutes or whatever, oh, whatever the TED right, talk limit is. Right, some of our super short too, I know. <laughs> Yeah, Trevor told me the time frame, so I was like, I got this. Uh, nailed it. Long now, but winded. here's the thing that I love. I love the passion when you get when you get going. Yeah. It's obvious. People people want to follow leaders leaders that are passionate yep. about what they do. Yep. And when you combine that, I'm a big nerd about leadership and about mm-hmm. that servant leadership is a huge deal. Yeah. And you go you can go look at, I mean, case study after case yes. study on this stuff. What makes them so successful is they are about people. Yeah. And you want to work for somebody that you are inspired by and that you can get behind and yeah. that you feel like is taking you somewhere great. And that believes, yeah, that believes totally. in you. Yeah. Hey, you're going to help us go places. And that is I like an amazing segue to what I say all the time to my sister to my left here is you should like what you do. You spend what? <laughs> what? so many hours. I'm, hold on a second. Yes. The only sad part about everything she's saying, which is so dead on, is that Everyone now listening knows she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> this is, Shit. This is so Bust, obvious busted. at this point, but it's it's okay. She's a very <laughs> oh boy, the crowd just she loves that. She is a very busy, busy woman, and she doesn't have time to mess around with our podcast. But yes, no. we you're nailing so many things that we yeah. talk about, which is exactly why we wanted you on. This but is we, like the yeah. podcast. We literally is this just podcast? reaffirming everything you guys are like. Ah. Could you come on and just make sure you're just, just supporting yeah. everything? So, we're to so everyone down. thinks it's just us saying this. No, no look here, we yeah. have the we're backup here. She's backing us up on this. Like literally, when you the both of my kids when they walk down the stairs every morning from upstairs, there's a sign on the wall, a framed picture on the wall that says "Do shit you love." Yep. Yes. So that every morning they walk down the stairs, they see a sign that says, do shit you love. I'm yeah. 100% in that. If you don't love what you're doing, get the fuck out. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't find make something else it, to it do. Find something else Honestly. to do, man. It's yeah. because it's, you know, it's Jody's famous quote. He says it on every other podcast, I think, Probably every you know, the guy, you know, his coach, you know, they're the co- old coach that says, you know, find something you really, really love and get really, really good at really, it. Really, and he's, he's got his arthritic <laughs> finger and he's like, yeah. you find what you love to do. Yeah. He sounds kind of like Mick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mick. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock. I find what you love to yeah. do. I picture that. You get yeah. really, 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 really good at it. 
You become the best at what you do. Yeah. The money comes. The yes. Money, the money comes. That's Honestly, scary. if you can love what you do, you will be successful. And it, you look at kids, like, because you have the kids in this age group, the the goop or whatever, the, yeah. right? The slime. Slime? Oh, slime, slime making? Slime. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. I've got a There are kids, at home. your kids' age, yeah. making millions of dollars on YouTube. selling slime and doing YouTube videos. Uh, making on, videos about making slime. On, they're yeah. not even selling the slime. Right. They're, no, just they're just making, making slime. Videos. And yeah. they're famous. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, I mean, you, but they love it, you know? And, and we've talked about Gavin. He's sitting right here listening right now. He, you know, he loves fishing. Yeah. He, he literally went out at 13. What were you, 13? 13 years old. He was making, he was literally making money fishing at 13. And he's loved fishing since he was three yeah. years old. And, and I mean, because he's passionate about it. And you know? here's the thing that's a common misconception. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you have this fun job because you work in market. You travel or whatever. No, there are shitty parts to every job. No question. There's stuff that I hate doing, but I have to do as part of my role. But I overall, the majority of it, love what I do. And I'm excited about doing and it. And it's the end product. Oh, totally. Right? The end product is, is what you love. You don't yeah. necessarily love... All the in between the lines stuff, right? But that's that's and the vision, how, yeah. right? It's and well, when we had Tony Ferguson on, yeah, Jason's partner, yep. and we talked about insurance. We're like, insurance is boring. Yeah. How in the fuck do you go in and like get excited <laughs> about insurance? It's yeah. insurance. I mean, yeah. who gets excited about insurance? It's sitting here, you know, your sister sitting here. She's in a CPA, right? Accounting CPA, like that's not exciting. She has finance now. Yeah. She so does. it's like, you know, oh, so yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hard, traded, right? So she like, does I mean, all the hard that, stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you're doing that hard number job. crunch kind of like, <laughs> but if you, one, there are people that love it. I mean, even, my brother loves yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yep. My I mean, even Heather, Heather sits down, like I, she'll sit down on something and she just gets going and she'll just dial in because she's just matching numbers and it. Like, it's a game. It's, it's a some puzzle. sort of therapeutic thing for her to go through my yeah. my invoices and try to match them or something. Yeah, you know, like I mean, crazy stuff. Where you find go stuff. Through. You're like, did you know that you're paying X amount in this? I like, can't imagine in the, no. my brain at all ever thinking I, I would you know I would rather punch myself in the throat every morning than get up <laughs> and go do any kind of accounting yeah. or anything. But that's not my thing, right? But you right. find the right thing, and 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 you find like it's funny. Even the thing you find may not be it. Just like. Ferg said, and Swami will say the same thing. He's not like jacked every morning about insurance, <laughs> right? That's yeah. not the thing. He's jacked about the relationships and the the money he's saving customers and helping them yeah. through something they need. And here's the other thing: surround yourself with people that inspire you, right? Because mm -hmm. it's it's not about just the work and the job; it's about the people. Because you literally do spend seventy percent of your time mm -hmm. working, and that's probably a minimum. So exactly. most of your time is spent with these people. Pick good people pick, to surround yourself yeah, with, right? People. You want to be inspired. I want to be inspired. I don't, I, no matter where I'm at in my life, no matter how many people I'm leading on a team, I want somebody inspiring me. And it might be somebody within my team that I just yeah. think is freaking fantastic that does right. amazing stuff. So, and, and you don't, here's the thing. And, and I you don't I have to always be someone above you. It's not somebody no, that outranks you either. No. I want to hit on, on this really, really hard. You don't have to agree with them on everything. I hope you don't. Our culture right now has become such a cancel culture, and it drives me nuts because I want people to challenge me in a way that is a deep intellectual thing of, like, who are you and where do you yeah. stand on all these things? And it's, it is okay to not be on the same page with people because you're never going to be. 
but there is going to be that 80 90 percent of stuff that you, that, that you agree on and it's i mean it's really interesting i i'm super blessed because i work at a marketing and advertising company and there's about 25 of us mm-hmm. and the hiring has been so intentional that group yes. is full of huge hearted amazing humans yep and the stuff that we do it's a family it yeah. and it it I mean, it's shocking to see, and I've worked with some pretty cool staffs. This one is far and away Absolutely. the best ever. I love the but word it's intentional. intentional. It is. Because I think that's where it's at. And I'll tell you, we expanded, so our sales team, we expanded it exponentially and decided to go direct versus having brokers. And we hired for culture. Yes, you had to have the skill set. You had to have this. But if our culture does not sound like something that you can get behind, this isn't the right company for you. And that's okay. It's fine. That's okay. But if you, because fit is the hardest thing. You can't train fit. You can't train people to get in and like mix around the crowds. But you do want that diversity. You don't want to get all homogenous and be all the same. And it's fascinating. So I'm on this, this national board and I'm the chairman right now woman. I'm the chairwoman right now. And so um, th- we had this contentious board meeting that we were in disagreement and it was the executive committee and we were talking it through. And one, one guy's company was sort of at polar opposite with most of the rest of us. And he sent this email and he's like, I don't think this is a good fit for me. I'm going to step down from the executive committee and the board. And I just think it's probably not the best choice because I can see I'm not aligned. And I was like, hell no, we need you. We need, need the diversity voice. because need it's, honestly, you, we are representing the industry. This isn't about our companies. This is about what the industry looks like. And right. if we are painting a picture of one part of the industry, that's not effective. No. It's crazy. We need conflict. But people, yeah, but Healthy pe- people, conflict yeah. is something that, you have to have. You have to qualify it. You need attention. You and need that to be. I don't think people believe there yeah. is such thing as healthy conflict. <laughs> no, because you're I don't, Not in today's world. You don't I agree think, with me, you're stupid, and you're yeah, an idiot. Yeah, if you don't agree you. with somebody. Yeah. I mean, then that's that's the hard. It's I mean, unfortunate. We can, yeah. It is. But that's I mean, there's so many learned, things in the world right now that are that thing. way. But I, I, I believe in business, I think people are more open-minded. I mean, that's like... I think people are more open-minded to that stuff. The problem you run into, and we run into this in the building industry because we, you know, I'm I'm now on on boards and different things with the the building industry where I'm in meetings where we're sitting there talking, and it's okay to have that contention between you know and yeah. and, th- and ideas, but when you can't get to a decision, that's yeah. another problem. So so it is how I mean, but yeah, you need somebody to come in there and say, you know, the difference is is actually not that guy. It's the other people in the room that can say, yeah. you know what, actually that guy's got a good point. Like I don't totally agree with him most of the time, yeah. but actually that makes sense. And giving some sort of idea that that actually does every once in a while. And being willing to have that discussion, to yeah. actually talk that through it here. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, the proximity most- of what he brings to the table might be different than your yeah. proximity. And that's going to be a huge factor in – He's looking at the same problem from a different point yeah, of view, and he sees yeah. it differently. Yep. And he might have part of the right answer that you can't see because you're not looking at it from his perspective. And you got to listen. And so many times people are formulating what they're going to say versus actually listening. Oh, it's my fascinating I think to you and I, I think oh, you and I share God. the same like reading <laughs> material. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. And I see it play out so often because I'm like, you're not even absorbing what we're talking about. You're sitting there thinking about what you want to say about a topic. And then you're it's unbelievable. Oh, I am not. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, I know people like that. <laughs> 
She's I liter- not. Literally, I just, yeah, I can't even get into it. But anyways. Are they just, truckers? <laughs> I oh, my God. Oh. Literally where you're talking to, you're like, yeah. And then you and, you're, and then my hair lit on fire. And they're like. Sounds good. So uh, <laughs> on Tuesday then, are you available for. Do we just not have I just yeah. told you my hair exactly. lit on fire. <laughs> Did you hear the part about. So Tuesday, I'm going to send you a meeting then. You're not listening at all to anything I'm saying, are you? <laughs> can you, can you right. smell that? That's my hair. Okay, well, I'll send you a meeting invite. Okay, I'll yeah. just be there on Tuesday. Okay, thank you. Then that's all they're, that's all they're listening. Yeah, they're busy. Oop, thinking of the Next. other thing. Next. No. I got to go. I'm very busy. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> but you just limit. And, you, and again, back to that whole you're going to work with people you don't. You're going to have yes. people like that. You're going to. Don't ever kid yourself that you're going to get through life without having those guys. You can, you can so just deal with it, right? Like, So know how to deal with it. So you just have to kind of learn how to. Stroke that <laughs> weird ass cat every once in a while. Wow, that, that took a dark day. That, that took a very. <laughs> what, books are, what books are you reading? <laughs> Not all. I, mean, uh, so I had more of a visual there. I, I am a, than you did. A super big nerd on learning. Yeah, me same, too. Same type of deal. So, yeah. one of the most influential things that I've been a part of the last probably five or six years is a big, it's a global leadership summit that's out of uh it's actually out of a church in chicago it's called willow creek okay and it is the really really good church world stuff and really really good business world stuff and you get like jack welsh and colin powell and condoleezza rice and um Patrick Lencioni and Brene Brown and yeah. like all these incredible people in the business world yeah. just sharing their stuff. Yeah. And it's so good to be able to expose yourself. And it's funny to see the stuff that they talk about yeah. and how you talk about it in the real world of, yeah, and this is how it applies yeah. and this is where it goes and this is what this looks like in leadership, servant-hearted leadership and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All those things. All that stuff matters. It and it's real. It's not just it rhetoric in a book. Right. And you mentioned so this is a fascinating. So I'll put a little segue in here for you there because Brene Brown, love, love Brene Brown. But I have I cannot tell you how many times. So I've had I've I've been afforded I've had leadership courses and curriculum and a coach along the way, and I can't tell you how many times I've been told, "Have you watched this podcast on vulnerability?" God, that's such a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's such a great podcast. Mm. I recommend it to everybody. But is that the one where she like, drops the f bomb? Yo, when doesn't she drop the oh, F bomb? God, the yeah. first time. So I, the first, my first experience with her was not like oh, there really? was no cussing. Oh my god! Right, gosh. and so the no, first I've time never... I was like, "What? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love her." There's this women's food service forum, and she was there this like two years ago, and swearing up a storm. And really, it's all anybody could talk about, but oh, that's yeah, funny. it's food. Sort but of that's food. here's the thing, and we talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, that's the real world. Yeah, that's the real world vernacular of how stuff gets done, and it yeah. just is. Yeah, and there's, there's just, times it's her to, being real too. Yeah, that's the other that is, like, but that's authenticity. Yeah, yeah. that's authenticity, vulnerability. Right. They yeah. go hand in hand. Yeah, I love it. I get awesome. I'm all excited. So. uh Getting to, we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Yeah. Okay. It's um, getting really cold out here. It, it is getting really cold. chilly. Getting I'm shivering. Chilly. <laughs> but I do, we always like to kind of end with the whole family thing a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I think it's kind of an interesting thing because you have two really, really cool daughters. Yeah, I very do. Very d- different cool daughters, too. They're, yes. they're very different, yep. the two of them, but they, you know, but very awesome. How are you as like a, you know, super successful, badass powerful, mama. badass yeah. mom, you know, woman in the, in the, what, what are you doing right now at these ages that they're at? Because I mean, they're at that age where, yeah. like you said, you're leading by example, obviously just doing what you do is 
awesome. Yeah. Um, you guys are both super parents and, and, and keep them very involved in a lot of sports and, and just school activities and a lot of cool stuff. What do you think, you know, um, people listening that are, you know, that have those kids in that age, how, how are you influencing them? Um, you know, cause I, like I told you, I don't care if my kids do exactly what I do. I yep. don't care if they play the sports I played. I don't care if they, I just wanted to do something right. Yeah. But like, how, what, what's the advice and what are you doing with your two daughters now to try to push them or, or you know, lead them? I think the biggest thing is just to be, uh, and you kind of said this when you started out, but to just show by doing, right? So to be influencing them by your behavior. in my head. (laughs) This is the stuff that I say all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, But I think having, you know, both of us having work ethic and having success in our our business lives, and we talk about what we do a lot. Mm -hmm. So they kind of hear the stories about what we're doing. You know, we talked early on, I travel an unbelievable amount with the roles I've taken along the way and what I do, but I think we always make time for family. And so that for me is the biggest part because doing all of this, I will retire someday and I've had a great ride and I love the people. I love the company, but two months after I'm gone, it won't be, it'll be like, what didn't Megan Swan do something with that? We should probably, I don't know. You're going to be gone. So surround yourself personally because that's who's there in the long run. And so for my girls, I've always, I think we do a lot of family and friend and involvement and engagement. And we have pushed sports because, as I said before, I'm like, teamwork and work, work ethic, mm-hmm. it's not the same. Absolutely. They're not going to grow up on a farm. They're not doing those things. But I want them to have that kind of responsibility, accountability, accountable to somebody else. And so we <sighs> push sports so a lot. good. It's, yeah. So that's a big thing. And then I think we are, you know, we're those parents that... We're not afraid to discipline. We're not afraid to show the repercussions of what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. I think that is huge and important. Exactly. So I think Jason and I are both pretty, we are very aligned in that fashion that there are consequences and they're going to be painful. And that's just the way that it is. So, because that's the way the world works. I think we try to be real with them. And it's fascinating because we've raised two strong and independent little ladies. (laughs) Yes, they are totally different, but I don't really worry about them that much. They stand up for themselves, they take care of themselves. I, we are, you know, they're not very old. So they're 13 and 10. But I think they're on a really good they're path. They're leaders. Yeah. They're leaders. Thermostats. And, and that's, I call them thermostats. I always yeah. said the they're same. They're not thermometers. <laughs> they go into the room and they yeah. set the temperature. <laughs> that's they don't what measure. I, want. Yeah. I mean, both my yeah. kids are here with us this weekend, too. And, they, yeah. and and both of them, the same deal. I, I've always said I want my kid to be, I if I get the phone call from somebody saying uh, your kid was at this party, I'd rather get the call of your kid through this party. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I, I want I want the leader, not the follower, you know. Gotcha. like I I want that that it's kind funny. of I, I don't I want these kids to be that way and I and it's you know and I'm it's be like I want the kid that drove everybody home and got them there safely. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Okay, that's you. Yeah, that's, that's you. me. That's, that's, that's me. You. Yeah. Conservative, yeah. <laughs> but no, I I think it's dead on, and I think it's it's a super cool way to kind of wrap this up because I mean we're we're up here at a family event, and yeah. thank you guys for Fantastic inviting weekend. us up here. Yeah, it's, it's, been uh, it's been awesome hanging out with you guys and getting the chance to just, I mean, you've got your whole family, I mean, with yeah. with both your sisters and all the kids and cousins. It's just fun today. I mean, we spent the whole day at the lake today, and we basically, you know, you get to see cousins playing with cousins. Yeah. We all have those memories of, 
you no. know, the, and just sitting there like literally on the boat about. listening to yeah. jab each other about who could ride the tube longest or, yeah, you know, know, who was scared to ride the tube. You know, I mean, and it just goes back to that, that idea, right? I mean, we can sit here and yeah, this is a business and sales and marketing podcast, yep. but it doesn't, none of that shit means anything. It's all about the kids and the family and it's everybody having a good time. And, and I mean, we're all up yeah. here having a great time and in, in, in the mountains and, and doing our thing. And, and like I said, you get to have great success in your business and we've all, we do our jobs and we do our work, but uh, really what it comes down to is we do it so we can do this kind of stuff. Exactly. So, super yeah. cool. I appreciate you taking uh, your Friday evening, which by the way, <laughs> if anyone, when you're listening to this and you're freaked out, cause I know there are some Canadian, uh, especially Eastern Canadians <laughs> that listen to this podcast and they probably are hearing gunshots yes. and knowing we're in Idaho, you're just assuming <laughs> that people are shooting guns. Yeah, it is the third of, of July. July. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, this is, we're exactly. recording on the third of July. It's, it's Idaho's birthday. It is Idaho's birthday. Okay, Happy birthday, Idaho. Happy birthday, Idaho. Uh, and we are recording on the 3rd of July. There is a lot of fireworks going on up mm-hmm. here, uh, so that's what you're hearing. Possibly some gunshots. Can't say they weren't gunshots. but well, uh, yeah, it's hard to differentiate. <laughs> it's all the things. <laughs> it is in Idaho. <laughs> but, uh, you know, kind of a fun time. We've had a little bit of a, you know, bear with us with the, some of the cars driving by and things because we are sitting here. Uh, yeah, we're like just hanging out. 30, 40 feet from the right. road. We're in, a, we're in a park, but we're, you yeah. know, there's people um, by. Before we yeah. sign this off, uh, you had probably the most, like, catchphrases and awesome little nuggets of Thanks. any of our podcasts. All that comes from your search for knowledge. Yes, absolutely. Right? And I, I'm, I'm recognizing a bunch of them. I'm like, I know all those things. <laughs> no. I know she didn't and come up with that. And it's all applicable. But, yeah. I mean... It's kind of where I'm going with is you're stealing knowledge mm-hmm. from a big pool of stuff. Yep. Um, if you are talking to some young leaders that, that want to go influence the world and make it a better place, mm-hmm. then you, at the end of the day, you do it through relationships, right? Absolutely. What are some tips? What are some things that, that you've learned that you're taking your bucket of tips and you're passing it along to that next generation? What are some of the things that you're like, man, this is these are the three things I'm the mentor. I'm I'm Yoda now, yeah. and I'm passing it on to the young Jedi. What are those things? So here are the four that I gave my 64 interns last week when I was talking to them. So we've talked about many of them on this podcast because I was like, I want to share these because love what you do, mm-hmm. and I'm honest and authentic about that. If you can't enjoy what you're doing, you're in the wrong business. Make, cast a wide network. Build that out broadly so you have options and diversity in what you want to do in life and that you can have people to lean on when you need help and support. I also say be the change. So don't come in for somebody to tell you what to do. You come with ideas. You see on the ground floor in the very beginning, you see the problems. Mm -hmm. And that is what business is about, identifying the problems and finding ways to fix them. So for me, I'm like, be the change. You look for things you think you could fix. And then the right. very last thing I always say to them is just look for the opportunities. Because I will say, and we got through part of my work and we kind of got off on a segue, but I've had so many different roles, different across sales and sales operations and technology and demand planning and stuff like that. Oh. And it's all about looking for those opportunities and going for it. So not being afraid of taking that risk to be super uncomfortable, to not right. know what the hell you're doing because you have to get in and learn it. And you don't, aren't <laughs> expected to know if you go to a new job and you already yep. know everything, you're wasting time. You're not you're growing not and developing. 
So you should be looking for those opportunities. You can't learn are, something you already know. I, I have like, a real world story about that very thing that happened in the last month at my yeah. work. So locally, the um, Big Sisters, Big Brothers, Big yeah. Sisters program. Yeah. So they, we we're doing some pro bono work for them, and they came to us and they said, "Hey, our major fundraiser of the year is a big gala. That oh yeah, we're yeah. not able to yeah. do." And COVID. so they're big, yeah, they're big magic moments. It's their number one fundraiser, yeah. and they weren't able to do it. So they're like, we would like to do a virtual gala. Yeah. Can you guys do it? Awesome. And of course, so my my sister is the, she's the CFO of the company, and she's, but you guys are like two peas in a pod. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, we can do it. Awesome. And she comes to our team, and she's like, guys, can we do this? <laughs> yeah. How are we going to do now this? Now, here's, yeah. here's the cool thing, right? So... I'm looking at this going, uh, no, <laughs> we don't know. We've never done this. Yeah. We've never done it. Uh, I mean, we can figure it out. Yeah. But you talk about casting the wide net. Okay. Yep. So I, the church that I go to in Boise, they do a ton of stuff streaming. They've yeah. got all the equipment. They've got the oh, expertise. Yeah. They know how to do it. Doesn't have anything to do with the agency I work for. Has nothing to do with the big brothers, big sisters. Yeah. I just have a relationship with somebody that knows how to do it. So we use their facility, use their equipment. We do a whole bunch of stuff and end up with an absolutely amazing yeah. success of this event. It didn't come from our expertise in being able to do that. It came from exactly what like you're talking finding about. Finding the right people Casting to get the things net, done. Surrounding, yeah. your, surrounding yourself with, with yeah. good people. and. And calling in, I mean, really calling in some favors. Absolutely. Hey. You build that. You want to build that credibility and that, you know, that equity with people right. so that you can have it when you need it. No yeah. question. So yeah. That, I mean, just to kind of affirm what you're saying, like, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And it's really, really cool when all that stuff comes together. And in, and in this instance. For such a good cause. For such a great <laughs> yeah. cause. Their their goal, they set a goal of like $50,000. And I, I don't have any frame of reference. I'm like, yeah. right, is that a lot? Is that good? Is right. that bad? And they destroyed it. They absolutely killed it. And learned a bunch of lessons along the way yeah. that we're all, all, I mean, everybody was learning. So yeah. um, it's exactly what you're awesome. talking about. And it works. They transferred their skills. <laughs> transferable their skills. skills. Well, we had transferable skills. <laughs> they, they transferred their skills. to. There was so many I lost track. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so good. Well, thanks for having me on, you so guys. Good. This has been a good was, Friday night. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sunburns and all. Yeah, with the sunburns. <laughs> I got a weird sunburn sunburns on Sunburns all around. Yeah. We're glad this isn't a YouTube video podcast. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes we be are. We're all, we're all a little haggard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, thank, thank you, for, you. Uh, for letting us hang Absolutely. out in your front yard. Yes. And uh, for being on the podcast. This was fantastic. Happy 4th of July. Yeah, happy yeah. 4th of July, everybody. And uh, we will... I, I, I say it every time. We're gonna. Try I don't know how to, we're gonna top it. We're gonna try, but <laughs> I don't know. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.